0: What's going on everybody? Welcome to another episode of Cool Talks. I'm your host Grady Cool, and with me I have my two lovely co-hosts,
1: Drew and
0: Jack. And on this show, we like to hear the perspectives of people from all walks of life in order to take their lessons and their experiences and apply them to our own lives. This week we have our lovely guest, Marlia Johnson, who is a accounting grad student working at BDO, and in this episode we're going to be talking about Multiple major changes, finding confidence along the way, and then finding a passion that sticks. Make sure to stick around. Why do you think that you ended up switching majors five times?
2: Um, because I'm indecisive. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I feel like I switched my major before I even like went to orientation at ASU. Did
0: that count as one of them?
2: I do consider that counting. Okay, that makes sense. How does that
1: work, by the way? (laughs) Are you just like, I'll sign up for this today, two days later? But what if I don't?
2: So in typical Barrett student fashion, I feel like I was overzealous in terms of like, I know I'm going on to greater things. I just don't know where that energy is taking me. So originally I was like, I'm going to go to med school. So let me apply as a biochemistry major. And by the time I had ended, like I applied in like maybe November. And by the time I had ended high school... I was like, you know what? I think I'm going to be a lawyer or really just realistically (laughs) Olivia Pope from Scandal. So I decided to switch to political science. So I was political science for a while. Let
1: me sell your next TV show. (laughs) Yeah.
2: Yeah. So obviously, clearly, I went from Grey's Anatomy to Scandal. Like that's... (laughs) <laughs> clearly what happened and that's accurate to how to be fair Wharton both are very life.
0: emotional shows
2: right and <laughs> i i just like felt like oh this is a lo- really dramatic and i think drama would be interesting in my life so is that and, like is that maybe three? like maybe i'll sleep Two. with the president i don't know
3: maybe who
2: knows i mean i don't think so I don't, anymore i don't but, know like, if you'd be he, able to get
1: it up anymore. yeah, yeah. yeah and, is, like, uh, like
2: well. but this is like 10, 15 years down the line still. Okay, that's true. So, like, realistically, Ooh. I could still get there, but like. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay, so then I went from political science to econ because I was like, oh, I'll be an econ professor. I was really bored with political science, if I'm being honest. I don't think it was challenging me intellectually enough. And I'm not someone, like, I can write, but I don't like writing. So I okay. was writing a lot of papers and I was like, I don't like this. <laughs> so I'm like, let me, let me switch to econ for a minute. And then. Less so papers? I, in theory, there's math. There's more <laughs> he, math than there is. You don't actually
0: write much anything in econ. Right. I think it's a it's, lot of
2: theory and just yeah. BS at that I, point. I, okay, that
1: is it, true. It, no yeah.
0: Mess. Theory yeah. equations with either a small amount of numbers or no numbers and maybe like half a paragraph worth of text. Yeah.
2: So I was econ Uh for maybe like 10 minutes. (laughs) Wait. Actually? (laughs) No, okay. It was realistically like a couple days. Like I'll be honest. Like I would like to look at the history and see when these like dates actually occurred, but (laughs) it was within a week that I ended up switching again.
0: Doesn't it take longer than that for an official major change to actually go through?
2: No, it was pretty fast. They wow. they knew I was chaotic. And um, my advisors, <laughs> thank you to all of them for dealing with me, if you're watching this, <laughs> and um, very supportive in those changes. So I appreciate that. So I immediately switched to engineering management because the idea was I was going to double major in economics and engineering management. But I needed a specific class, and I had to be listed as an engineering management major in order to take that class. So I made that change. I was engineering management for like a good year. The thing about that major is that you have to take business classes with it because there's that management aspect. Right.
3: <laughs> yes, you
2: know. Thank you. <laughs> Trying <laughs> your
1: best not to keep the mic. There's a cut. <laughs> <laughs> Using that as a break, let's be honest, the chances that your your uh, advisors actually put your major change through? No, it
2: showed up on did my... They? Or did, did they? did show like, up. How many
3: we'll advisors are we talking about here? So
2: I, I mainly had one because I was like yeah. kind of consistently communicating with W.P. Carey a little bit like throughout that time, and your Barrett advisor stays the same. And I was lucky That's enough true. for my Barrett advisor to stay the same for all four years. I ironically did not graduate with Barrett, but he was there with me God. for four years. Um... <laughs> But yeah advising. that
0: darn thesis yeah
2: i'm like i got to study abroad through that we'll get to that later but you know <laughs> it evens out the but
3: <laughs>
2: but yeah so i like had to take a couple accounting classes because of that and i really enjoyed my second accounting class that i took because it was an honors class there were only like 35 students in a class that was supposed to be like 300 and i got really close to that faculty member and it was just like a really great class to be in and i was like Engineering management is a lot about looking at, like, financial aspects of projects and going into, like, that project management background. So I think for me, like, going into that accounting perspective, I was like, I really enjoy this a lot more, so why wouldn't I just focus on that? Makes sense. So, yeah, here I am. The full
1: story (laughs) of that. (laughs) So you kind of so, picked the parts you liked of each major you went through, and you're like, let's maybe focus this. side Right, a little exactly. More. Or... I like,
2: st- I narrowed it down through the process. It just was a long process for sure, but um, I managed to graduate in four years, which I hey, think is pretty impressive. That's pretty. That's uh, better than some of us here.
3: <laughs> <laughs> you graduated in in less years than the number of majors you tried. True.
2: True. That is. Although
1: I don't know if you should count the majors in the years if they didn't last more than a week.
3: Hey, it it sounded like a fun, fun ride. That yeah, is... <laughs> it did
2: show up on my ASU as econ as my major and then engineering management and then accounting and so all of them. So. Were you
3: like
1: taking classes and then you'd switch major and you'd have to finish the class knowing it's completely irrelevant?
2: So there are a couple times where I would switch my major in a given semester and I knew that like especially with engineering management at that time when i switched from engineering management to accounting i knew that i was not going to end up back in engineering management i had made that Mm -hmm. choice so for that one i think i ended up dropping like a physics class because i was like i don't need this as an accountant for (laughs) obvious reasons And I ended up taking, I think it worked out that I was still in like the first half of the semester. So I could take a session B. So like the second half of the semester. So that way I could like kind of catch up on that aspect of like taking a business class instead of physics. But I think overall, I knew that I was being chaotic. I knew that (laughs) I didn't necessarily know what I wanted to do. So I think I planned it the best way I could taking like 18 to 21 credits a semester. And like, yeah, that's a lot. But also knowing that I wanted to make sure I graduated on time, if not early, but, like, just making sure that, like, I was taking the credit. Like, I like the fact that I took so many different, like, majors and disciplines because I have, like, so many more perspectives Uh, than I would have as Yeah, just an accounting major. Yeah, so I'm like, yeah, it doesn't show necessarily, like, in my degree, but on my transcript, you can see all these crazy (laughs) classes that I've taken in the background. Yeah.
3: Do you put anything like that on your resume, or do you try to... So
2: I (laughs) I do like, I did talk about it a lot. Like, um, I think, I think that's why I was so successful going through like recruiting process and everything, because I was so open about like, this is my history. And like, I think a lot of firms did like that because most accounting majors, they are traditional where they start as accounting majors and graduate with accounting. So I'm like, I was different in the fact that I had been through so much other stuff and like going through auditing as an accountant, like that's the career path that I'm going down. You work with a ton of different industries. So having a lot of different like interests and background, having at least a little bit of knowledge on each topic, I feel like is definitely helpful in terms of conversing with your clients and everything too. Okay.
1: Okay. And what made you actually settle on accounting as your final change (laughs) instead of (laughs) continuing the path of chaos?
2: Right. So uh, let's put this into perspective. So this is late, Mm, maybe like, okay, now I'm like thinking about it. So... I was in CSE 205 at ASU, and I could not figure out how to download Eclipse or whatever their software is. And that
1: made you decide, <laughs> to and up, screw so, it. So I was like,
2: huh. I already don't want to take this class. This drop deadline is tomorrow. I'm going to drop this class and change my mind. And I'm like, I'm doing it. Like, this is it. <laughs> so this is, So I have three semesters essentially left at ASU once I've made that choice. And so I switched to accounting, like I switched to accounting pretty much then, and I had started like a job and I was working like close to full time, so I was like a lot more stress on me in terms of that aspect. And I was sitting in there and I'm like, I do not want to be here for an extra year on top of like my four years, without like progressing in terms of like career wise and just being in this position. So I was like. I'm going to commit to this, and it's go- It's like it's settled. Like I sat myself down and I'm like looking in the mirror and I'm like, we're doing this. Like there is no turning back now. And honestly, I'm glad that I committed to that and got through it because I I really enjoy accounting. Like I'm oh. glad that I got to that point. But yeah, it was definitely definitely a stressful like two and a half years trying to decide. And I remember like my senior year of high school, like writing in like a journal or something, being like, I need to figure out what I need to do with my career. And being like, wow, that took me a really long time. So yeah.
0: Did- Do you think that taking the extra credits made all of this process a lot less stressful knowing that you like actually could finish on time or like it gave you more room to be able to like experiment with things?
2: Yeah, I think so. I think it's definitely like, yeah, kind of like that room and having that cushion of like, okay, I've gone through like setting myself up in in order to be able to go into different directions. So I think that was definitely helpful in terms of, like, not feeling super stressed out about, like, if I do change, like, it's not, like, the end-all be-all. And I, like, knew that I could stay for extra time. I just, like, particularly did not want to. But, um, so I think there was a lot of comfort in that fact. But I think it was just the chaos of not necessarily knowing, like, career path-wise where I was trying to go.
0: Gotcha. And do you think that if you had wanted to change your mind for, like, a sixth time come, like, junior year or early senior year, do you think you would have taken an extra year or two to Stay with it, or do you think you would have just stuck with what you were at at that point, given how far you were in?
2: I feel like I probably would have changed again. It's hard. It's hard because I'm like, I changed so much, and then I, like, finally settled. And I think the nice thing about accounting is that there like i like the concreteness of math and just kind of like stem subjects and accounting is incorporated into stem yeah. now but um it is it is what? it is, is now it, is STEM. It the
3: m or they add an a is it like steam
2: um i think it's m i think okay. it's, it's wherever nice. wherever econ falls so
1: i assumed that was in business no, no
0: no
2: econ is considered stem isn't it
1: it's so it's in
0: at least asu it's a two different in two different colleges it's like in the college where like you have math and science and those things, and then it's also in the business school. I always thought that economics was considered a soft science, but yeah, economic econ- or accounting has a lot more hard and fast rules.
2: Yeah, econ and accounting are now, for ASU purposes, considered STEM for scholarships.
3: Oh, okay. That, hey, that makes, means more competition I for mean, us good
1: people. Engineers, true. Are to you implying f- that everyone non-engineers is not good people?
2: Sounds like an engineering go to me. Honestly, it fits. <laughs> Shout out to Daniel McCarville for dealing with me.
3: Is that your advisor? No,
2: he was my, one of my engineering management professors. I had him for like four classes because EM and IE, like industrial engineering, their programs are so small. The professors, there's like six faculty members. Like I'm sure there are more than that. So he knew you through so many majors. Okay. He didn't necessarily know me because I'm not like one of those students who's like super like in like, involved, involved in, like, okay. getting to know your professor. Like, I definitely should be better at that, but I'm not super great about that. So there was the one. Yeah, I liked her. Like, <laughs> her, okay, the thing is, that class was so much smaller, and Ooh. the nice thing about that class was that it was like we were in groups the whole time, and mm. she just kind of like our our group was her favorite, so she always just like hung out with us. Like we would have little potlucks in class, and she would come like eat with us. So like we were definitely spoiled okay. in that but... a class
1: or a club, <laughs> um, I know. kind of both.
2: Like it was right around lunchtime, so we'd all be hungry. So we'd just come in. Like when we were working on like case studies and stuff, we'd just like be eating snacks and everything. No offense, yeah.
1: if that's that's the most business class I've ever heard of. <laughs> <laughs> right.
2: But yeah. It's called networking, Drew.
1: <laughs> we don't do that in engineering. If we had a class of 30 and the class you sure? of 300, those people would not be within 15 seats of each other.
2: I mean, it was a small classroom, so you had to, like, and it was, like, group-based. So you did have to, like, talk to people. But, like, we were in the same group the whole time, and I was, like, really lucky with my group and how oh, smart yeah. they were and everything and just, like, how well we got along. So
0: It's always nice when you have, like an actual memorable experience in college instead of just the same old 300-person lecturer sitting there being like, I don't know any of you. Or I know that one friend I see every time. It's like we always have a class together, but
2: like I don't know your name or anything about you, but I know we have classes together. We're friends only
3: because we sit next to each other. (laughs) That girl with the really distinct voice that you hear asking questions. Okay, no
1: offense. She
3: was really annoying. (laughs)
1: <laughs> that sounds offensive uh, truth. <laughs> on that note do we want to move on to the next yes. question <laughs> question number two so this is to go a little bit back cause I, I thought you changed just the start of your junior year but I guess not so this, so you started to broaden was it Australia yes Australia yes. yeah but there was some, some, how did that change things for you what was that experience like
2: so that was completely unrelated to anything
1: i
0: remember did she you, be- you she just really wanted back. to study abroad for most of college but-
2: yeah so <laughs> i think okay this is one thing where if i hadn't been so chaotic and changing my major so much I would have probably taken a semester to study abroad like a traditional semester. Okay. But because I did because I was all over the place and I didn't want to take that time away and add a semester because I think it really would have added a semester and I know for like a lot of my friends who have studied abroad it wasn't necessarily like credit and academic wise the best choice for them because oh, it's usually, really. it's fun. It's, yeah it's usually unrelated yeah. it's fun you're taking like art and history classes which like nothing wrong with that but i was just like i can't i like could not dedicate that time like i couldn't sacrifice that like that wasn't something like me completing it in four years was more important to me i guess but i had the opportunity like i applied for a barrett scholarship a barrett travel scholarship and they gave me completely everything covered the program cost my flights like, so you just got a free vacation everything. in Australia. Yeah, it was like a month one. in Australia, two classes, and we were just yeah, it was a great time.
0: That sounds fantastic. Yeah.
2: So I like to say that it evened out because I was paying like my Barrett tuition every year, but then they gave me like six thousand dollars in the scholarship money. <laughs> oh, you made so more. It, so I mean, it, yeah, like, you
0: made money on that, huh? yeah. yeah. Australia, that's an expensive trip. I've Right. I've heard of people spending like twenty grand on like a family vacation to go there. Yeah,
2: it's definitely worth it. Like I had an amazing time and if I could go back, I definitely would. And I would definitely recommend it. Especially since, like, I don't, I'm not bilingual, or, like, I don't speak any other languages, so I'm, like, the fact that they do speak English is definitely a benefit for me, because type then... type of English? No, <laughs> it's I mean, English-adjacent, yeah. <laughs>
3: what they speak.
2: <saying>. Yeah, <laughs> English-adjacent. I can totally definitely see I'm that
0: concerned. being comforting, though. Yeah.
2: yeah, I think, and then... It was nice because it was a faculty-led program, so that meant that I wasn't attending like a traditional university. There, I was with faculty from ASU, and we were kind of going around exploring. So it was kind of like a city-based, like kind of tour.
1: Did you stick with your class slash group the entire time then, or? Yeah,
2: it was pretty much that. Like when we went out, we would meet like different people, and a lot of times when we were going out, we were meeting people from not Australia. Like, <laughs> it was a lot of people like um, from like Asian countries, oh, that and makes sense. like there was one time where I was at a club and I found a passport on the ground. And it was like a New Zealand passport, so I was was like, like yeah, and then, okay. And school. now your name is <laughs>
3: Marlena.
2: <laughs> but yeah.
0: Did anything significant happen to you while you were there? It was just kind of a very
2: nice vacation. I think it just made me a little more independent in terms of like, I. It definitely gave me the confidence in myself to be able to like travel on my own because I was like that was definitely it was comforting having a group with you but we definitely could go off on our individual excursions when we had free time which we did a lot of the time like we had traditional classroom environments um but then once you're done and you're done with your excursions like program planned ones then you could just kind of go off on your own time which was like pretty much every evening and then like specific days so yeah so I think um because like i ended up that following winter break i ended up flying to england to visit my friend who i'm living with now but um she was studying abroad in england and then we went around to like italy and spain as well so i think that definitely gave me the courage to be like i can do that like it's like <laughs> Just <kind> of, like going <laughs> for
1: right yeah,
2: i'm yeah. like it's confidence yeah i think I definitely stressed out my family in terms of <laughs> me just being like, okay, I'm going to fly, like, bye. And, but yeah, I think it's a lot of fun. And I think, yeah, be, being in that group environment and then transitioning into traveling on your own with a friend, like, I think that was a good step for me. Yeah.
3: That sounds like a, like a great experience. Yeah. I mean, you, your poor parents are just watching, you know, Taken as you're like walking up in a i England.
2: <sighs> yeah. And they kind of just like, would message me every once in a while, and I did not have phone service the whole oh, time when I was in England. I no had it when not. I was in Australia. Okay. But um, yeah, when I was in England and then Italy and then Spain, I got lost a few times. Like there were a couple times where I'd go out on my own, like in Venice. Um, my friend had a headache, and I was like, it was night, and I was like, you know what? I'm gonna go out. Our our like person who had like taking us to our Airbnb, he was like, "It's a safe place for women. Like, it's fine." And I was like, "You know what? Like, if I get taken, then that's meant to be." And that's, then
1: I don't know if that's confidence or uh, that's nihilism. nihilism. What is it? Yeah. Abject yeah, like, stupidity.
2: The thing is, okay. So then I was like walking around, and I was I was supposed to meet up with my friend like later in that evening, and I was like, I have no way of contacting her. So I like I'm walking around. I'm getting a little freaked out because I, if I were on the other side of that, I would be freaking out. My friend not messaging me back. Obviously. Yeah. Yeah. And so I, like, get to a hotel, and um, I just walk in, and they're super nice, and I was just like, oh, do you have Wi-Fi here? And he, like, gave me the Wi-Fi password, and he's like, do you want a glass of wine? And I'm like, yeah, sure, why not? <laughs> <laughs> so then I'm just, like, sitting there, and I, like, finally get Wi-Fi, and I text her. Is and this she's... me
0: giving you, like, a free glass of wine? Or no, like, he just gave me,
2: like, I ordered a glass of wine. Gotcha. And uh,
0: like, Wi-Fi customers that... are, like, tapping on the
3: right. side <laughs> and, like, That
0: That's <laughs> a little less creepy. Yeah,
2: no, no, yeah. that's just the waiter. Like, it's, gosh, it's not uh, some random alcoholic. man. Alcoholics? <laughs> Okay. Yes. right yeah
1: no With totally nothing in it
2: <laughs> yeah no <laughs> your best and, venetian accent <laughs>
1: no sorry.
2: but yeah and she was asleep she was still sleeping wow. she had slept through the time we were supposed to meet up wow
3: and so you I might have like, been
1: searching for them and like you can't find right. her so like, i was like okay i'll
2: just drink my wine and vibe so i just like <laughs> sat there and i hung out but yeah
1: there you go vibing
2: yeah it was really cool i definitely recommend venice in the winter because it was way less busy and it did not smell bad so oh yeah
0: are they stinky? So because, <laughs> because the
2: canals like get so much oh, pollution that makes in a ton them of sense. the summer when it's hot, it yeah. smells bad. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah.
0: I w-
1: that's
2: a lot <laughs> better.
0: It's like, man, you, like, are Venice people just stinky? <laughs>
1: they say it about Paris, there's a culture of pissing on the streets. Everywhere has their quirks. Me. You can't judge them. I'm going to judge them? I've never, <laughs> I've never pissed on the street anywhere. Well, clearly you aren't culturally French.
0: Anyway, we're going to move on from that point. <laughs> <laughs> That's the other card. Anyway, <laughs> we were joking about this before the show, but do you think that being so much younger, coming into college, did that change anything for you? I Meaning did you feel like you were excluded from anything? Or, cause, so you're July 2000, which makes you not one year behind, but almost like two years? Yeah,
2: or? like a year and a half, I would say. Gotcha. So how old are you right now? I'm 21 years old.
0: I just turned. Gotcha. So we're supposed to be in the same grade level and I'm basically 22 and a half basically as a frame. Yeah.
2: Yeah. So I think I definitely, when I was going through the roommate search, it was important to me like finding someone who I was compatible with in terms of roommates. Ironically, I had signed up for an empty room and I would have been sweetmates with Hannah and Allie. So, oh, I
1: remember that. Yeah. yeah. So,
2: I had signed up for that room and I was being really impatient the fact that I did not know who my exact roommate was going to be. <laughs> so, I was like, let me let me look around and see if there are any empty rooms who have a roommate in them so I can just kind of sign up and know who my roommate is. So, I messaged Isabel on there, and I know Isabel's been on the podcast before as well. But uh, I messaged her and I was like, Hey, like, I see your room is empty. I messaged Kirsten and Kyla as well, and being like, Hey, also I saw got
1: guests in the past.
0: Yes. Yeah, <laughs> so for context, oh, Kirsten, uh, me and Kirsten have been dating since we all lived in that same hallway. Marlia lived. Two doors down from us. No, you we guys do live down the that. hall. I was yeah. Yeah. I would say that but, I take
2: a lot of credit yeah. for Kirsten and Grady's relationship.
0: Yeah. <laughs> but um I
2: do. Like I don't think I necessarily deserve that credit, but I do take so credit this for this podcast
0: just. Hannah and Allie lived like next door True, to me right. and Drew. So like there's a whole lot of everyone living together yeah. and now still being friends, but um glad that you found someone.
2: Yeah, it was, (laughs) so I messaged her, and then we ended up, like, living together and everything, and I know, after, like, in retrospect, talking to her, she was concerned that because I was so young, that I would be a little clingy, and, like, less independent, or just, like, a little more dependent on her. The direct
1: opposite of what I know of you, so. Right, I know, I'm like,
2: (laughs) I'm like, yeah, I'm a very independent person, and, like, yeah, Kyla and I are a little codependent still, but, like, what can you do about <laughs> a healthy that? healthy amount. Pandemic yeah, healthy. really
0: does that. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's, like,
2: whatever. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so I think that was definitely, like, social aspect. I don't think it's, like, really been an issue. Um, so like the reason why I'm so young for like the grade that I'm in is because I like moved from Michigan when I was 12 years old. So going into seventh grade, and then I was going to a K through eight at the time and I attested tested into their highest math class that they offered at that school. So essentially, they did not want to pay for a license for me to take my next class. So they're like, Hey, what if you just go straight to high school from seventh grade? I was like, cool that's one less year of school I'm so down and I was like friends with a lot of the eighth graders at the time anyways because mm-hmm. I was like already in those classes with mm-hmm. them so I was like yeah why not and there was nothing like really stopping me and I was like I don't like socially sure. I'm like whatever like I, <laughs> this is great um so yeah I went straight into high school and I don't think it was ever like a really issue there either so I think that's I think just socially, I think that's probably the biggest thing that could have been difficult, but because that wasn't necessarily, like, a constraint for me, I didn't have that. It really
1: just naturally flowed into it for you.
2: Right, yeah, it definitely worked out well in terms of that. I think if I wasn't, like... Mature enough at that time, then I don't think my parents would have supported me in like that choice. But because I was ready for it, I think it was fine. Yeah. And then just going because I did four years at high school and I was fine socially there. I think just going straight into college, like I didn't expect there to be a lot of gaps. I think the major thing was it took me forever to get my driver's license <laughs> because. <laughs> so by the time I was old enough to, for, to have it make sense for me to take driver's ed in high school it essentially worked out that I could not take driver's ed because I was an upperclassman. And I what? was taking AP classes. Oh, like you couldn't take the class? Yeah. The class oh. wouldn't, it would not fit into my schedule oh, because my I was taking like upper division classes oh, and they essentially That makes it.
0: perfect I sense know. to yeah. me. Like there were like one or two variations in my schedule come junior or senior year right. that I was just like, yep, because that's it. And like right. Calc
2: AB, BC, they're only offered like one, one well, period. period of, yeah. of How big time. was your AP school? Stats. Like it was, Probably, like, at the time I went there, I was probably close to, like, 1,800 students. So, not, like, massive, but a good size school. Yeah. yeah. But, yeah, but there were... A lot. There weren't a lot of AP class students enrolled in AP classes. Like it was Ooh, definitely gotcha. a low percentage. So each one only had one hour offered. So that Great definitely sense. impacted my schedule. Hey, at least your and school then, had
3: driver's ed though. True. We didn't hear that being a thing. Oh, it used to be a, a huge thing. Yeah. Yeah. The engineering uh, room at our high school used to be a driver's ed room. And they'd have like simulated driving in there. Weird tangent. Oh. <laughs> but, a but yeah. Never so known. then
2: finally got my driver's <laughs> license. So. I think that was the last barrier. Gotcha. Did, <laughs> nice. And I
1: say being not being 21 when your friends are would have been an issue. Oh, you didn't take into oh, account who like your an, friends are okay. and the fact that we live in a panoramic.
2: Right. So that is the thing. I remember <laughs> just being like, when I had to like stay at your house when you guys went out, I was like, this sucks. Like, I should... Okay.
1: <laughs> Literally this, once. Wait. Yeah, I know. When, <laughs> wait. <laughs> okay.
2: When was it? So listen. So it was... was Whose birthday, birthday was it? Was it Isabel's? I think so, yeah. You could oh, yeah. Isabel and Okay. So... Yeah.
0: I couldn't go either, but...
2: nuh No,
0: I wasn't... No, couldn't. It was just me, and no. Elizabeth. Yeah. No, they... it
2: was a different wow. time then. Oh, okay. I think it might it, have been...
0: Was it Kirsten's
2: birthday?
3: <sighs> Anyways, it was just great audio, you yeah, guys. Got... Anyway. <laughs> there was a time that people Anyways, went yeah, out. She time... couldn't go. So, was that time.
2: Yeah, so I couldn't go with them, and I... Uh, throughout college I had thought about getting a fake ID, but I am I am so scared of authority. That passport and getting, you picked
3: up in Australia. <laughs> yeah.
2: Getting in trouble. That I was like, like, if I get door. caught with a fake ID, what happens? And I'm not gonna risk that and I don't wanna spend money on something that's not even gonna work. And it like socially I don't even like it wasn't that big of a deal to me. And then the pandemic hit. And no one was going out anyways. So I really like benefited in the social aspect <laughs> from that in a selfish way. But like, yeah, now Well, we went out for my birthday for my 21st and then Delta came out and we're like, yeah, no. (laughs) So yeah, don't know when the next time I'll be going out is, but it probably won't be for a while. So
1: you really just got lucky dodging all the effects of being (laughs) out Yeah,
2: honestly. Yeah, it definitely works out for me.
3: (laughs) Well then. Okay. Yeah. Next question. All right, so, (laughs) pretending to read this card. Is it upside down? It is upside down. So, what's it feel like to have a a job lined up post-graduation?
2: So, yeah, definitely a nice feeling. So, when I went through my recruiting process, accounting recruiting is super intense.
3: How does it work?
2: Yes, so, you go in, essentially, it's heavy recruiting in the fall. So, in the fall semester, you go in, so this was fall of my senior year, so my first semester of senior year, And you go through, and it's a super intense process where you're applying to jobs through, like, Handshake and LinkedIn and going through that avenue. And then you go through first-round interviews, and then there's also, like, meet the firms before that where you're, like, meeting different accounting firms and having the opportunity to kind of, like, network and get your foot in the door before you kind of go through the actual interview process.
0: Is this for, like, a full-time job or, like, an internship or...?
2: For... Internships, Anything. externships, and full time jobs. What is an God.
3: externship? An
2: externship is like a pretty short, like you kinda go in shadow. Like yeah, it's you're so you, not really doing work, you're just kind of especially for like a couple
0: internship. weeks. Right. Okay. Yeah.
2: So yeah, so I was like going through that process and my aim was to get an internship, a busy season internship, which is um when you're oh, like tax season. Yeah. Tax season in terms of audit is when you're like filing your um, financial statements and all of that good stuff. So that's kind of like starting in mid-January all the way up until like typically April. Um, It got kind of extended because of COVID through like May. Um, And it really just depends on when your company, your client is filing. But for that, so I kind of went through that process and I had several interviews that I had gone through. And I had like a few in person, I had a few virtual, and then I had a bunch of offers come out and most of them were for internships and i had them like in denver i had one in seattle like kind of all over the place and i was like
0: damn so you yeah, <laughs> yeah where sounds... to no i
2: i was applying to places where i would consider like moving to post graduation and so i like kind of went through that process of like elimination of like okay is this going to like meet my needs coming out of college and especially for the internships i was like right now everything's remote so it wouldn't super matter but there were a couple summer internships on the table where i was like by summer will we be cleared will i have to move that Especially kind if of there's thing that would
1: lead into a job where you would have to be right. in person again so
2: for that i was like i don't want to have to move just for a summer only to come back because at that point i knew i was going on to a master's program at asu so i was going to asu coming back to asu so i was like ideally i would stay. stay here for at least a while yeah hopefully So I had narrowed it down to all of the firms like in the Phoenix metro area. And then I was kind of going through the process of elimination of like, okay, which ones culturally fit the best for me? And then I had a few offers on the table where it was like, these are internships and then here's your full-time offer as well. And I was like, oh, yeah. So (laughs) that
3: surprises me. (laughs) So yeah,
2: I had, to come out that way so i had the one that i ended up going with and so bdo is the company that i'm working for and i interned with so i interned with them this past busy season i'll be coming back this upcoming busy season and then in october november 2022 i'll be joining them full time so sweet thank you we
3: love you BDO. that That
0: must definitely help with any feelings of anxiety throughout grad school whatsoever (laughs) (laughs) nothing
3: you do matters So (laughs) So (laughs) get through grad school. That's it. Could you get like straight C's just coast through and then just like stroll on into your job? Like, hey what's up? The thing
2: about the master's program, if you get a C, you get put on probation and if you get a second C, you get kicked out of the program. So no, I could get straight B's, but I'm not that type of person.
0: That's actually pretty common in most grad programs. Yeah,
2: because they're more serious Serious. you're you're supposed to actually
1: care if you're doing a master's program
2: right i would hope so yeah it's become the
1: new high school
2: yes but yeah so it was really nice that they came through like that
1: do it sometimes (laughs) they don't care they'll just do it (laughs) (laughs) what dude it's so expensive (laughs) yeah and some people just do it i mean i guess the phrase sees get degrees exists because people don't give a all right anyway back to you
3: (laughs)
2: But yeah, so definitely, (laughs) so yeah, the recruiting process for accounting is definitely intense. Like it's kind of like a part-time job while you're going through it, but being able to come out and knowing, especially that I don't have to go through another recruiting season because I do see people who are like already starting to prep for that now for, yeah, for that upcoming time. I'm like.
0: So you're having to do the internship right now while you just started grad school.
2: So that'll be in my third quarter. So it'll start, I'll be with them again in January. So I'm like. Got I have some it. time to get adjusted and set That's for good. some CPA exams and all of that so good you're stuff. You're basically having two
1: full time things you need to take care of.
2: Yeah, which is like essentially yeah. what I was doing like last semester as well in my the last semester oh, of my undergrad. But I'm like the thing was I was taking a little like I was taking less classes. I think I was only taking like nine or twelve credits, and yeah, I think. For that, the nice thing is they're super flexible in terms of everything, and they've responded well to COVID and everything. But um, they recognize that you're a student first, and they want you to succeed in your program yeah. above all. And coming out, like they're definitely willing to adjust. So
1: that sounds like a very good company.
2: Yeah, like I really, else. I really like them, and I'm really happy to be able to well, continue with them. Yeah,
3: we're, we're glad. Nice. Congratulations! That must Thank be a you. lot of stress. Yeah, like you said, congrats. <laughs> Thank you. Well done. <laughs> 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 Is
0: there anything else you guys want to touch on before we wrap things up? Any social media to plug, or no, special I'm causes? Got it.
1: Alrighty then. Yeah.
0: Well, Great. if you guys enjoyed, make sure to hit that like button. Subscribe for more videos in the future. Let us know who you want to see on the show, and we will see you all in the next video. Bye. Bye. Oh, was
2: I supposed to do that? I know. <laughs>